Hi, welcome to this edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI of the Americas. I'm Wade Kaler, Executive Director. On Tap this week, we welcome the FCSI of the Americas current treasurer and the dude, Jeff Lebowski, doppelganger. Please help me welcome Principal and Vice President of Clevenger Associates, the dude himself, Mr. Brent Hall. Hey, Brent, <laughs> welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me, Wade. Nice, Absolutely. nice intro. That was a fun night. Yeah, you grew out the beard, so you kind of ruined it on me, but we'll still stick with it because if anybody doesn't believe me, they can go to FCSI's web page, go to the event page where we had the conference in Denver, and, dude, I don't think anybody came close to looking like you did for anyone else. It was truly amazing. Um, yeah, it came out much better than I thought. <laughs> you know, as as we've talked about uh, in the past, and, and you've been involved with all the talks about ONTAP, um, you know, we like to just kind of use these as for our members and the general public to get to know our FCSI members and, and what you guys do and what FCSI is all about. So the easiest one to start with with everybody is just tell me a little bit about your background, how you got started in the hospitality industry and that led you into becoming a food service consultant. Oh, sure. Jeez, I don't know how much time we have. Um, <laughs> I started back, uh, wow, 1984. Um, was previously in Southern California, grew up there and uh, went to work for a small KEC and little different back then. We were a KEC that also had a custom fabrication shop. So we go ahead and bid and collect all the buyouts and as well as build all the custom fab. Um, got the opportunity to go there out of high school. A uh, friend of mine's dad owned the company okay. and uh, got in there, fell in love with it. Um, knew I had to, I wanted to kind of make my way up, you know, up the chain, so to speak. So I worked there for a few years, got stainless fab kind of under my belt. Mm -hmm. And then I left and went to a high-end uh, millwork fabricator to, okay. to learn all the front of the house stuff. And, you know, saddle bars, bars, booths, all that kind of thing. Worked there for a few years, uh, decided it was time to go on to a, uh, one of the bigger uh, KECs back in the day, or dealers nowadays, they call them, right? Yeah. I worked there for a few years and jumped to another company, which is kind of what led me up here. Um, worked for them for a couple of years, and the owner of that company uh, gave us the opportunity to move up to Washington. Okay. And I always wanted to move up here. Didn't want to raise the kids in Southern California, really. Wanted to get them a little lot more oh. around the world. And that job went away real quick because the owner okay. of that company decided he didn't want to do that anymore. Oh, okay. And uh, so I I called a, uh, there I was in Washington with a new baby and been here maybe two months and had no job. <laughs> <laughs> so I called a friend of mine in Southern California and um, uh, he was on the phone. I had him call me back, but he knew why I was calling. And he says, you ever heard of Tony Clevenger? And I said, oh, well, yeah, done a lot of yeah. Tony Clevenger's projects in the past. And he says, well, he's waiting for your call. And wow. uh, in a few weeks, that'll be 25 years ago. Wow. Congratulations. Very yeah, cool. Yeah. So, so with Clevenger, um, is there any, I, for you, I know you guys kind of touch on everything as far as a firm goes, but for you personally, is there any certain segments like top three or four that maybe you work on personally? Oh, you know, Wade, now I kind of, I'm kind of involved in everything, you know? Okay. Um, but we, we do pretty much all the market segments, you know, B and I hospitality K through 12, um, yeah, and I kind of just oversee them all, you know, had experience in all of them being here 25 years. And we yeah. kind of have our project managers that we, 
you know, hey, like one of my guys here takes care of K through 12 stuff and another one will take care of B&I work. So we kind of break it down that way. Now, a couple of years ago, you also merged with the Midwest firm in Iowa and the Norman clan. How has that changed the landscape for Clevenger? You know, it's been a great way. Um, you know, I, I met them through FCSI, of course, and, and we started talking about, you know, just doing some Revit work for them and that kind of thing. And yeah. Talked more and more and saw an opportunity. Yeah. And obviously it's it's broadened our landscape. We've always been an international firm, but you know, in the States and maybe more West Coast. Yeah. So it's allowed us to pick up a lot of projects in the Midwest. Yeah. And uh, it's it's been a fantastic relationship. So glad that we did it. Nice. Is there of all the projects you've worked on in twenty five years, is there maybe one or two that ever stand out for you that you're most proud of? I don't know about most proud, but I, I one that it was real good for us um, in 2008, you know, when we had the big crash or whatever yeah. you want to call it back then. Um, we were in a situation where we had no work. And uh, I had to lay off. Uh, you know, we were just the one office back then. But um, Tony was starting to pay payroll <laughs> out of yeah. his pocket. We had to lay five people off one day, which was oh, wow. just horrible. But fortunately, we got a job over in Saudi Arabia in the holy city of Mecca, and we got 13 five-star hotels in a oh, complex wow. to do over there. And wow. amazing project. Um, I had never you know, been involved in something like that before. But more importantly, it, it saved us. It yeah. kept us busy for four years during that time. So that's probably one that I look back upon the most. Is there any one of them uh, in your past that maybe you aren't? Uh, don't really like to talk about because maybe you had a screw up or made a mistake. And if so, what's one of those mistakes you've made that you learned from and, and became a better consultant from? You know, I'm trying to think we haven't, fortunately haven't had anything major. I can remember my first project when I was a project manager um, still in California. And back then you still needed plugs for a griddle, which I forgot on a job. And um, I'll, uh, I'll never, Never forget that because I had to go back in the boss and give him an extra for adding another outlet, you know. Yeah. And uh, but it's funny now to this day, every time I put in the griddle or something, I always think about that time. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. What is one thing about Brent that no one would ever guess when they meet you? Maybe that I'm an outdoor woodsy guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Animal freak, like lots of animals. We have lots of animals. Kind of a lumberjack kind of guy. Right, you yeah, like to be out in the doors, riding bikes, and and being among the animals, and yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got um, for us, we've got forty acres out in the middle yeah. of the woods, basically. Right. So we've got you know the horses and donkeys and llamas and chickens and cow and all that kind of stuff. So it keeps you busy. I really enjoy being out there. So from last season, we had one of our guests. You know, obviously Eric from the fuse was on with all of his animals. The next conference, I'm going to have to get the two of you together and you can discuss like your animal. I, I don't, yeah. I, I don't understand it completely. I think you're both a little crazy, but I think it's great that you have that passion and it's, it's pretty amazing because I, yeah. I, I don't think I have the patience for it is my problem. So, <laughs> well, it makes for a lot of chores. Absolutely. That's what I mean. I'm probably too lazy more than the patience thing, to be honest with you. It's probably about that. Um, you know, 25 years, you, you own your own firm. Uh, what's one piece of advice you'd give to somebody thinking of making a career change or going to hospitality school or something that 
uh, about becoming a food service consultant? What's one piece of advice you'd give? I, I've had to learn there's a lot of patience. Um, I used to be a lot more, I don't know, aggravated easily and that kind of thing. I think patience is important. And of course, you know, listening to that client and understanding what they, what they want, you know, yeah. don't ever be afraid to ask if you don't understand something. Yeah. You know, I'll, I might not know the answer to everything for that client, but I'll get right back to them. I'll figure it out and get right back to them. And I think that's important. Absolutely. Great advice. What are three things that if I was to go to your friends or family and ask them, they would say about you? Oh, wow. You're going to ask my wife? <laughs> well, we might have to bring her on, actually. To <laughs> see if um, they, it's not the, it's not the uh, newlywed game. We're not going to compare answers, though, I promise. Um, I guess uh, dedicated to my craft, I guess. My, my family and friends tell me I work way too much. Um, I don't know. I always kind of say I'm married to the job, but uh, yeah. I've gotten better over the years. I've gotten better over the years and trying to put family more first before the job, but they'd probably tell you I work too much. What's uh, You're getting ready to travel to see a client, whether it's a site visit or maybe a meeting. What are three things that are must-haves to take with you? Oh, well, laptop, of course, um, sketch paper, and a blue pencil. Okay. So the other thing about being a consultant and talking to you all through the years is it, at some point or another, you're going to run into a mental block, whether it's writing or drawing or designing on the computer, whatever it may be. When you come up against that mental block, do you have a tip or trick that you recommend to people to kind of overcome that that works for you? You know, I, I walk away, Wade. Okay. I get up and do something else. You know, um, I find a lot of times, and, and you know, unfortunately, it doesn't work out timing wise. But I, I don't know what it is. I'll, I'll do something that day, work on a drawing, work on a design, maybe be struggling. But that night at home, it, something it'll hit me. You know, ah, oh, that's how we do it. You know, yeah. and then you know, go back the next day, and it, it flows and works much better. Very good, very good. Now, as the owner of the firm, I have to ask: what task or tasks? Deserves a lot of your attention, but rarely or seldom gets that attention. I don't know. It's more for my personal growth that I would like to pay more attention to Revit and the workings of Revit. Okay. Um, and when I, when I was young, I, I wanted to be an architect as a kid. Loved drawing. Always drew. Drew through high school. Uh, took all the drafting classes back with the pencils and pen and all that stuff. I, I went into AutoCAD okay. was Felt real proficient at AutoCAD. Yeah. But once we made the jump to Revit... I wasn't drawn too much anymore, and uh, okay. I, I wish I knew Revit better and had the time to learn Revit. Well, hey, that's all the formal questions I've got for you today. But before we let you go, we do like to have a little bit of fun with you. Um, I've got a speed round here of questions, and so we'll just dive right into these to kind of get to know Brent a little bit more on the personal side. What's your favorite breakfast cereal? Oh, peanut butter Captain Crunch. Haven't had it in years. But that's my favorite. <laughs> that's a that's a really good one. Honestly, that's my favorite breakfast cereal of all time. Um, yeah. <laughs> is that the same one you had when you were a kid? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always okay. been peanut butter crunch. Uh, fancy restaurant or local dive? I guess local dive. What's a vice that you just can't seem to part with? Personally, motorcycles. I guess puppies or kittens. Oh, puppies for sure. Just got a new one. Nice. What kind of puppy did you get? I uh, got another lab. Got okay. a, a charcoal lab this time. We've always oh, nice. had labs. Nice. Uh, do you sing in the shower, yes or no? No. 
when and I know you're up in the Washington area and traffic can get a little hairy at times. What is something you do to pass the time when you're stuck in traffic? Oh, I'm not supposed to say this. Check my phone. <laughs> we won't <laughs> tell the holder. We won't tell anybody. Yeah. Uh, well, when you're dead stopped in, a, yeah. in the traffic, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, live on a moon base or live on a Mars base? Hmm. I think it's got to be moon base. I wouldn't want that trip to Mars. It'd be way too long. <laughs> I agree. Uh, if you were given $1,000 to spend on your closest friend, what would you get them? Um, how much is a nice bottle of scotch? Uh, I think $1,000 would probably take care of that. <laughs> yeah. A very big bottle, oh, nice of, bottle of wine. too. How's that? A really there nice you. bottle of wine. Okay. Uh, would you consider yourself more spontaneous or a planner? Oh, I got to plan things out. Okay. I got to think it through and take the time. That's probably one of my downfalls. I need to think and make moves quicker. <laughs> All right. So you're put in charge of the office vending machine. What are the three objects that have to go in your vending machine? Oh, I'm not really a big junk food guy. Well, it's got to be, I guess, a variety of chips, um, maybe Doritos. Okay. And I guess every vending machine has got to have a candy bar, so it's got to be a Snickers, I guess. And maybe some cookies. There gotta be cookies in there, nutter butters. Uh, are you a morning person or a night owl? Oh, a uh, morning person for sure. I'm in bed pretty early. Soft tacos or crunchy tacos? Oh, soft. Uh, Coke or Pepsi? Not too much anymore, but it was always Coke. Uh, cookies or brownies? I guess I'll go brownies, especially if my mom makes them. Oh, mom's brownies are always the best. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you more of a day planner user or more of a digital calendar user? Uh, digital calendar. Okay. It took me a long time to switch, but I'm pretty much all digital calendar now. <laughs> and, and the last one I've got for you, if humans came with a warning label, what would the warning label you wear say about you? <laughs> or you come up with these, Wade. Um, I want to say caution something. Um, I don't know, Wade. I can't come up with one for that. You're putting okay. me under the pressure. I know. I know. That's what I do, buddy. That's what I'm good at. Oh, um, <laughs> ah, Wade, I can't, you're blanking me. I, I would give you that uh, probably your warning label is looks ferocious, but is actually a big teddy bear. That's that's probably a good one. I'd agree with you. All right. Good. Yeah, pretty I, much a softy. Well, that's all I've got for you. Uh, Brent, share with the audience how people can get a hold of you or your firm or find out more information. Oh, yeah. It's uh, just you can get us through our website or get me through our website, clevengerassoc.com. Okay. And it's always it's clevenger with just the ASSOC.com. Okay. Perfect. Well, that wraps up another edition of On Tap presented by FCSI of the Americas. A huge thank you to Brent today for joining us. We can't do this show without members like yourself. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you find your favorite podcasts and to turn on those notifications so you don't miss out on any future episodes. But until then, cheers. Cheers.